Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I am a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. This podcast drops every Wednesday, and if you enjoy it, please help spread the word on social media, word of mouth, etc. Every little bit helps. Happy Thought of the Day is by the guitar legend Chet Atkins. When I was a little boy, I told my dad, when I grow up, I want to be a musician. My dad said, you can't do both, son. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, Episode 2. Thanks to all who tuned into Episode 1. It's been getting great feedback, and it's been a ton of fun putting these things together. Uh, last week was a great week of shows. Uh, Wednesday, I was at Pub 42 with New Hope, and afterwards, a big thanks to Blake Paulson, who got me tickets to Lucero at First Avenue in downtown Minneapolis. What a rockin' show. Uh, Friday, I was at Bonton and Luck, where I did my first mostly all-80s night. It was a good turnout and a lot of fun. A big thanks to Andrew Nelson and Bri Bri for their taxi service around Poco that night. Uh, Saturday, we played uh, Seven Brothers in Clayton, Wisconsin, Mr. Brian Johnson and myself. And a big congratulations to the Clayton Bears for their volleyball regional championship win. It was a fun after-game party show and fun Oktoberfest. Uh, upcoming shows this week, Wednesday, October 28th, 2015. I'll be at Pub 42 in New Hope from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Uh, Thursday, October 29th, uh, Brian Johnson and myself will be at the Wyzetta Bar and Grill, the Muni uh, in Wyzetta, from 8 to 11. Uh, Friday, October 30th. 2015. I'm playing a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater from 7 to 10. A great dinner spot, great date spot. Saturday, October 31st, Halloween. Brian Johnson and myself be playing at Pete's Repeat in Casson, Minnesota. Looking forward to seeing my friend Rich Gannon down there. I believe we start at 9 p.m. and go to around 1. Sunday, November 1st, the Mark Sterry Blues Band will be back at the Thirsty Otter in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin from approximately 3.30 to 6.30 on the Sunday, Sunday, fun day in between the Packer game and the Viking game. It's going to feature Mr. Dustin DeGolier and Brian Johnson in the Blues Band. It's going to be a ton of fun. I uh, hope to see you guys at one of those shows. The guest for this week is Chris Hornish, a dear friend of mine for many years. And the owner of Manor Lane Studios in Hastings, Minnesota, where the Whiskey Roses recorded all their records, and also plays in the band the Nightlight Chasers. Enjoy the conversation. Mr. Chris Hornish. Mr. How you doing, my friend? Here we are. I'm doing well. Doing real well. Thanks for coming down here. Thanks for we having are, me. Uh, I'm today, to be part of this. Today we are at the beautiful, iconic... Awesome cassettas in downtown St. Paul. Yeah, I think that. So the it. awesome ambiance of Italian music in the background. This <laughs> makes me feel like I'm writing a Godfather or a Frank Sinatra movie. <laughs> anyway, 
Chris, we just picked you up for lunch break at work over yes. from Securian. It's it's yes. good to see it's been a while since we've come down here. Too we got long. a great parking spot. That's great. Yep, Rockstar parking. Absolutely. So. Um, so why I wanted to come down here and meet up, because uh, Cassettas, we have a long history of coming down here. Yes. Um, usually for absolute chaos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chris uh, Chris Hornish is the is the, ma uh, the owner and engineer at Manor Lane Studios in Hastings, Minnesota. Also the front man of uh, Nightlight Chasers, previously right. the Fountainheads, yes. also Urban Sun. You got him. Yeah, so this guy that? has been all over the place. So Chris is, uh, has recorded all of the Whiskey Roses records. Yeah, that was my pleasure. That um, was it was a great time. Yeah. And there was a couple times we've had to meet here at Cassettas and figure out a few, a few bumps in the road yeah. Before uh, before sending it to Ryerson to master, you know. Um, there, yeah. Do you have any special uh, any uh, memories of those times that oh kind of stick out? We're sitting here. Yeah. It must have been the base one where where the base was rejected and we had to meet Erickson down here and. That was one of them. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, we had a we had a quick strategy meeting last minute. I think the decision was um, the base on the whole record not up to par. Had so, to be redone so like that yeah, day. Let's redo it. <laughs> yeah, in a day or two. So we yeah. got it, we got that done though, and I think it was. We it was did worth it. a huge thank you to Ryan Erickson for going yes. through that too, yeah. and you doing the legwork. Nope. I think that was a raunchy tonk record, wasn't it? I think that was raunchy tonk. Yeah, yeah. third third one, right? Of the whiskey roses. That was the second, second one because okay. the first one was a self-titled one. Then it was the oh, raunchy yeah. tonk. Then it was bum dingo, which he tracked live That's with right. uh, Jeff McCusker. I believe right. he was helping out with that, that has one. Has a great feel to it. Um, so anyway. Uh, welcome to the Mark Steering Music Podcast. Great to have you here. Um, you. What you been up to, man? It's been a while. Um, um, yeah, all kinds of things. So, um, you know, there's there's the day jobs keeping me busy. So, and helping fund kind of the the music endeavors. So, so that's been going. Um, we are a little bit in flux. You know, we put a record out in 2012, and then um, I had. Um, well, I got the record out, and I have a two-year-old son at the time, so we've kind of just been spending time making sure that he gets on the right track, and, and uh, that's going well. And been pulling in some musicians, um, mostly family members, believe it or not, to develop some new material. So nice. So we just jumped into that. So Tomcat and Sarah and... Tomcat, yep. Sarah's playing piano. Um, i got a brother, Mike, who's been bringing his violin down, so bringing in a new sound. Um, something new for us, anyway. I'm anxious to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you have any idea when you'll be uh, putting out some songs? Uh, yeah, well, I, our approach, if we can, if we can carry it out, is going to be to get some singles out out of the gate. You know, just given the way things have changed, right? Even in the last five years, there's an opportunity, I think, to get a song recorded and then just get it out on iTunes, get it up into the. Um, it's know, a great way to do theaters. it. Yeah. So. We'll probably, I would expect next couple months we'll have a single out, and then my hope would be like every month over the next year just getting something out, and maybe at the end of that we put a CD out, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Um, kind of going to the, the studio, how long have you been going with Manor Lane Studios in Hastings? Oh, Manor Lane, um, so Manor Lane essentially was started when I moved into the house, so that would be coming up on its 12th year. Uh, went through several different evolutions. Um, I got in. I got into the house specifically so that we had a place to rehearse. And then, going back even before that, I think it, it was always my ambition to be able to get a clean recording, and uh, which I think is a lot easier to do now than it than it was 10, 12, 15 years ago. You had to invest a lot more to get a, re a really solid recording. Um, so just out of that desire to do that, um, 
met the right people. I had, had some good fortune to get some good tutelage. Jeff McCusker, who you know, yep. was extremely instrumental in um, kind of guiding our path. And uh, yeah, we've we've just we've done a record. Then we've assessed how good it is. What can we do to make it better? And then we've we've you know. What was that first board you had? We recorded the first Whiskey Roses record on. Yes, yeah, so I think that was two thousand five or six. Yeah, that's a Roland product, a great product, all in, all in one. It's called the twenty four eighty series. <laughs> it's like a mixing board. Um, it's got everything you need. It had a coffee maker on the side too, didn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So yeah, first, first, our first self-recorded project was on that thing, and uh, we've come a long way since then. We're in Pro Tools now, and uh, yeah. we've learned a lot along the way. What's some other artists you've worked with down at Manor Lane Studios? Um, well, primarily with you guys. So um, the Whiskey Roses, we've, um, and then also some, you know, some solo stuff from you, and then uh, we've had the Jambo. Uh, Jambo, yes, uh, Jambo Jones. Yeah. Uh, Joe Jambo, yeah. Um, he's done two. Yeah, two records with us. Yeah, and, and you played bass on his last record, right? I did, yeah. Great. Yeah, um, really solid. We'll have Jambo on here for sure. Yes, yeah, get him into the series. That would be great. Um, we worked with the Rhinestone Diplomats. Love those guys. Woldy Poldy. Yep, couple one-offs. Um, beyond that, um, it, uh, you know, a lot of uh, some friends, you know, that maybe aren't participating full-time in, you know, in the in the local scene, but, yeah. but have come down and, and participated with with what we got going on. So. Through some of the old Whiskey Roses recordings, we had a variety of musicians coming in and out, especially, uh, I guess, all the records. Um, was there any in particular that you that kind of stuck out as unique individuals? Remember we did the Burning Down the Bar song that had nine singers on it? Oh, I yeah. think it was nine singers. Was it six? Yeah, it was a ton of singers. It might have been nine. Yeah, so those, those, were, those were amazing sessions, <laughs> I think, just because of where we were at. We were both... Um, yeah, just like, you know, mid-20s and kind of finding our way. We really had big ambitions in terms of what we were doing. Not that that has changed tremendously so now, but, um, you know, different context, different experience. And, um, yeah, the, I think the one session that really sticks out in my mind is you were bringing a lot of guests down, uh, which, I don't know, we could list them, but it would be difficult to do so. Very talented folks. They were all going to sing, um, you know, kind of a stanza or a phrase, basically, yeah. with regard to one of your songs. And... Uh, the one incident, or the one, the, yeah, the one thing I, re, I recall very fondly is that we, as we were bringing people in, it was getting pretty late. We, I think we started in the afternoon. It was getting to be like seven, eight at night. And this guy walks in who's um, just in like a cowboy hat, cowboy boots. Um, <laughs> pretty badass looking dude. Yeah. Um, I do not remember his name now. But Jeff Elvey. It was Jeff Elvey. Okay, so um, he... Um, getting ready to do his part and he goes to me or maybe yes he's like hey is there any is there any whiskey in here is there any whiskey in the house i'd like to get a good shot of whiskey before i do some singing of course i think i remember you thinking oh you know crit yeah probably not chris doesn't have any any whiskey hanging around the house but i just i just picked up some nice jack daniels <laughs> as, a, as a christmas present for my brother tom so um i happen to have some stored away upstairs and so i remember going up there and breaking open the bottle and coming down with it and kind of blowing you away. You were like, whoa, Chris has a secret stash of, of whiskey. That he At the time, it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> so anyway. I'm sure Jeff was very appreciative. I know we got the take we wanted. Yeah, Marilyn came through that. In yeah, that, in that it took a while to so. maybe to get him out of the house after that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. It was it was a good time. That was, uh, that, was, um, that was a super fun session. Yeah. And I came across that song recently, and, and oh, man, it just brings back so many memories with, hanging out with all those folks and yep. stuff. And, man, we've had a lot of good times recording down there and, and coming up with stuff. And 
So, um, anyway, when are you going to... So you and I have spent a little time in Nashville. Oh, I had to write songs and stuff for, for a publishing company down there and had yes. a bunch of single song contracts. And So you and I, Mr. Nick Bylander, went down there in quite the adventure. You've always talked about publishing your Nash, Nashville memoirs. Oh, my goodness. And when... We're, the audience is dying to know, when is this going to come out? <laughs> Okay. Because we want to get movie rights in that, too. Yes, it's true that I have stashed away kind of a full, yeah, a full outline of all the events that took place within it. I think it was about three days. <laughs> it's a lot of material. Um, I think this is something that has a lot of potential. I wish I could put a timeline on it, um, but there's no way that I could put any kind of date out there and then be held to it. Is it uh, possible in a year or two to have something scratched together? I would say that's possible. Yeah, when, it get, when the movie rights come out, I know Nick Bylander has it in contract that Brad Pitt has to play his part. Oh, of course, if, yes. That goes without saying, yeah, you know. Yeah, right, that, right. That'll be contingent on anything. Yeah, we'll figure forward. out ours yep. another time. Yep. Uh, just a couple <laughs> of things. Um, um, like with the Nightlife Chasers and the Fountainheads, who's your guys' primary influences? Okay, well... Well, I know the obvious ones, like the Beatles and stuff. Yeah. Anything else uh, sprinkled on there? Sure, yeah. So the Beatles, of course, like as I... Um, like even today, I'm sort of... You can't see me, but I'm kind of dressed like a Beatle. And as I came out, as you were picking me up, I was coming out of the building, someone <laughs> who looked like he has been hanging out on the street a little bit, but he asked me, hey, are you one of the Beatles? And I just nodded and said, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Beatles, tremendous influence. Uh, really enjoyed the 90s guitar rock renaissance, I call it. You know, so that starts with Cobain and, and the grunge rock, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots. And I thought that um, opened the doors again um, for, you know, bands like uh, Oasis, Counting Crows, um, there's others. Yeah, I hear a lot of that stuff in your guys' music, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then the, the guys right before that were like um, U2, R.E.M., Tom Petty, you know, basically anybody who kind of took that singer-songwriter approach to a song, but then kind of rocked it up. That, those, those have been the guys that I've, I've really been into. Um, and that stuff comes out in your music, for sure. Well, that, yeah, good, that's appreciated. Yeah, yeah, huge fan of it. Just a yeah. couple more things here. Um, what is your thoughts on the, the, the current music climate like in the st paul st paul minneapolis music scene we've been doing it for so long yes how long have you and i known each other it has to be oh uh, we go back 12 15 years yeah yeah it's I been a we long time a at the 400 bar which i believe is oh closed? my god is bar closed or is it back open i think it's closed but i think yeah. that's where is that where soul asylum dave perner's stuff he was oh, one of yeah. my favorites when i was a kid yeah. Yep, some good bands. I think that's when uh, Nikki got his guitar stolen that night, too. That was a, a <laughs> heck of a us. deal. Anyway, so back in the day when we would share all those bills with yeah. the Rhinestones and Alley and um, Six Mile and whomever at yes. like O'Gara's and, those, and yes. Fine Line, uh, those were the, that was the wild, wild west. Then kind of the end of it. Yeah. But uh, what do you think of the current music climate, like in the live and local music scene? What's your thoughts? Um, I think I think it has a lot of potential. I think it's I think it continues to try to redefine itself or find itself. You know, I, I think you know you and I are roughly the same age. I think the music scene here peaked in like '95, and they were holding like Cedar Fest, these really big, um, you know, festivals throughout the throughout the city. Um, bands that were local, but also coming in kind of regional that were that were just huge. And um, 
I think, unfortunately, what we saw, like, within five years, there's this stat I always go back to where, which I think we picked up in Nashville, that industry in 2000 was a $16 billion industry as a whole. So we're talking outside local scene, too. But it's all, it's all impacted. Went from a $16 billion industry to an $8 billion industry over that 10-year period, you know, 2000 to 2010. And um, so I think that's had a lot of impact on the local scene. And it, other, other things, too, like, um, like the, smoking, the smoking bans in the bars. Uh, I saw good, a good downfall of that. But, I mean, I think you can talk to any bar owner that there was, um, there's, they're still adjusting to how do we bring people into the venues on a regular basis, um, which in turn impacts, you know, the music and the entertainment world as well how do how do we adjust things to accommodate for these changes so um, i'm pretty happy about that smoking thing though that was i went from sounding like tom waits every night to sounding like vince gill yeah Yeah. at like 14 years old (laughs) (laughs) i don't miss it either um yeah i think it big picture it's a good thing but i I think so I, I think there's a lot of potential. I just think we're still we're still trying to find the absolute right way to go about things to really um, give it a strong, stable foundation. So it's, it's finding its way. And all this stuff evolves and ebbs and flows. So we can look at it as kind of an exciting time. We're, we're coming out of a um, kind of a decline, and I think there's a huge opportunity for it to have an upswing. You know, people people want to see live music. People Absolutely. want to hear good music. Um, people are always going to have an appetite for new songs. So from that from that perspective, you you and I are in a we're in a good industry. <laughs> I'm agreement. So awesome. Uh, one more thing. You're, I'm into quotes. Like every podcast, I'm gonna have a happy thought of the day or a quote or something. You're a huge quote guy. Do you have a quote that I could just tag on here? Oh, Not to throw it under the bus, but uh, yeah. Usually, man with a that can turn a phrase has a good quote on him all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna do an easy one so I get it right, and maybe I'll try some. So one one of my idols growing up was Walter Payton, uh, Chicago Bears running back, um, retired as yeah the, man. Yeah, you, yeah. Don't need don't need any more introduction. So easy, quick quote from him is um, "Never die easy." So I, I like to stick that one in my bag. That'd make a nice tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, another one of his is um, "No no man is promised tomorrow." So when I think about uh, waking up each day and what I want to accomplish, what I want to get done, I, I, like, I like to go to both of those quotes as some, some motivation. That's excellent. Cool. Excellent. Um, thanks so much for being uh, on the Mark Steri podcast. Yeah. Cassettas, we love this place. Yeah, we gotta, we're going to we're get something neat. Uh, one thing, though, um, the story behind the song segment for this week. Yes. Uh, we're going to feature... One of your songs. Yes. One of the new Nightlife Chaser songs. Yes, Night, um, Night Light Chaser. Yep. Night Light Chaser. Yes. Um, what song would you, you want to feature this week? Well, I think we're going to feature the, um, the album track title. So it's called Night Light Chaser. Um, it was a song that we, um, we wrote, um, I'd say Tom and me, um, prior to us actually rebranding ourselves as the Night Light Chasers. So we had this song um, that we put together. The concept, Night Light Chaser, is kind of like... Um, uh, nightlight meaning a reference to, uh, uh, you know, kind of the stars at night, um, amongst other things, because I kind of like writing in a layered way, so you can, you can interpret a lyric, you know, on several different levels. Um, but the big picture there is, I think, uh, the Nightlight Chaser concept, if you go to the chorus line, it's like, um, you know, I don't want to be a nightlight chaser. I mean, I don't. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be chasing the stars. Um, I don't want to be an extra neighbor. I don't want to just be uh, um, uh, an extra neighbor, if you will. You know, just just uh, um, kind of blending in with the the, the common um, 
day-to-day life. Right? I get it. Yeah, I'm looking for something that uh, is a little more engaging. I want to be right on the right. I want to be where the action is. That's the theme of the song. I want to be where the action is. I want to be right on the cusp of something new, something fresh, something exciting. Nice. So, to so where where spirit. can everybody get this song or your music? Okay, so thenightlightchasers.com is your gateway. And then from there, you can get out to iTunes. Um, we sell our CDs on CD Baby. Um, it's a great, great resource to check out for all kinds of music. Um, we're out on YouTube. Um, I believe you can hear us through Spotify. Um, so most places you can find music, you can find us. Um, the Nightlight Chasers, that should get you to the right place. Awesome. That's great, man. That was Chris Hornish of Manor Lane Studios and the Nightlight Chasers. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you have enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Wednesday, if not before. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Just waiting.